Welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues from dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out. Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to to Become More Studios. So what I wanted to talk about a little bit today was this hot topic of uh, people being really kind of pushed back to work, being required instead of asked, and more broadly, how workers are pushing back on that because they want some more flexibility in their lives that I think, you know, ultimately it's really about how can I, how can I balance my getting my work done with being available to family, to the things that, that give my life some other richness or other responsibilities I have. I have a friend who in her first year of teaching said, I just want a job where I could go to the bathroom when I need to. (laughs) oh folks don't even think about that with teaching isn't that interesting yeah says tammy who's known as a camel as a camel yeah Uh, that's because when we facilitate we have the same problem as school teachers yeah exactly that space so some kinds of flexibility are easier than others what are you guys seeing as you're out with clients i think we've taken what happened in COVID and, you know, sending us all home. And then this message of you have to come back. And we have kind of convoluted it with this other thing, which is, is there a way for us to provide flexibility for employees so that we're not tied to an eight to five, we're not tied to a desk, those types of things. And I think Part of that battle is because we found out through COVID that there were many people who were productive or even more productive when they went home. And it kind of proved that you didn't have to have your thumb on someone and manage by, I can see you, therefore you're working, which I think is a methodology that some, not all, but some leaders and some companies, it's like, if I can see you, then I think you're productive. If I see you, I think you're going to be working. That is so wrong and outdated, even before COVID. It really lends itself to the whole conversation. Am I managing for time or am I managing for outcomes? Yes. I think for the foreseeable future, there there are going to be jobs that Yes, you you need to be there to run the equipment and to do those things. And, and that it's still an outcome. I have to run this machine. I have to make this widget. I have to stir this food, What you know, whatever that is. Some of that might be able to be done through automation. Then the reality is, in my mind, I still think it goes back to Daniel Pink, right? His whole things are, right, the three three areas around motivation, engagement, Comes out of the book drive, Scott. Yeah, comes out of the book drive. And so you you think about it, it's, do I have autonomy, right? So do I get a say in how I do the work? Mastery, do do I do it well? I have not yet someone who's like, yeah, I don't want to do it 
well. And I'm not talking above and beyond, just like, I want to do it right. Most people are like, I want to at least do that. And then that needs to have some kind of purpose. And I think what part of what we saw in COVID is people reassessed purpose. I think that's true. And so that's why we kind of get this confused. But reality is, is that we had a wake up call in terms of what was important to us. Every single person had a wake up call, I would guess, of some kind. And that's why you saw so many shifts. You know, people bought different houses and people invested in things like fifth wheels and campers because they wanted to spend time with family on weekends and those types of things. And, you know, you just see there was a lot of folks who really sat down and said, wow, I have a lot of time on my hands and I'm not constantly, um, you know, rushing here and there. And as I think about my life, I've decided this stuff is important and now I want to invest in it. And sometimes we work for employers who have not figured out yet that if I can find a way to allow a person to add value to my organization and allow them to live the life that they would like to live, that person is going to work for me a long time. They're going to give me good work. They're going to be invested. And that's, I think, one of the biggest shifts in the workplace is really understanding that work could, if they wanted to, find a way in many ways to let those two things come together. But if we're worried about time, FaceTime, desk time, if we're worried about the wrong things, not outcomes of the work, but other things that makes us controlling, we are going to have a harder time finding and keeping great people. I think it becomes a very important uh, outcome that every member has to then start to think about this a little a little bit different. As an organization, it's how do we how do we do what you Tammy you said? How do I allow people some freedom to to be able to do that and and handle that? And then individuals have to think, okay, I, I have this freedom. I have, and not to quote Uncle Ben, right? I have a higher sense of responsibility to deliver and deliver those outcomes. And to understand that, you know, sometimes, because I think the most interesting thing to me is employers, have they figured it out? No. I I think even for our organization, we haven't figured it out totally yet. It's not easy. There's not one right answer. It's it's not a formula. Each person is different. There is an extension of grace on both ends because I think it's reasonable that organizations say, hey... Um, once a week or every month, the tech firm I worked for, we had a number of remote employees. And I said, hey, for some roles, I expected them to come to the main office once a month. For some roles, I expected them to come to the office once a quarter. And we organized some team bonding and some very specific things for that time period. And some people push back on that. And in my mind, I'm like, no, this this is the place where, no, there is a balance that we have to do. And it is reasonable, especially when it's like, hey, Tammy, you set that, figure that what's best for you and your family. I'm not saying it has to be every third Friday. If it's a Tuesday, Wednesday, that that works better, please do that. Well, I think there's also this piece, and I love what you're saying. It's like, hey employee, you know, step into the responsibility that comes with that. I'm going to trust you. Okay. And there are times when we are going to have critical meetings. 
There are times when we have to meet with a customer. There are times when we're going to have an all-employee, you know, conversation. Those are the time periods where, as an employer, I think you do have the right to say, you need to be here. You need to participate. And as an employer, I need to know that early enough so that I can get it on people's calendars so that they can, you know, do what they need to do around that. So, yep, as an employer, do it early, be proactive, have it far enough out so that people can arrange. Employee know that most of the time you can have the freedom to do what you need to do when you need to do it. And occasionally I'm going to need you to do what I want you to do on my time. So I do think that that piece is there. I think there's also another piece of this that is really interesting. As a company, we're saying, we want you to add value. This is what value looks like. We're going to give you the freedom to do that in your time frame and when you, the hours that you want to work. And I need you to live up to that. It also means as a leader, I need to know how to have that conversation when someone is not meeting those expectations. And we just saw some interesting statistics yesterday that says middle managers, 85% of middle managers don't know how to have difficult conversations. Hmm. Well, if you don't know how to say, hey, Carmen, okay, you know, you're working from home perfectly fine, but you're not getting your work done on a timely basis. If you don't know how to have that conversation, then this thing gets wonky because we have to be able to tell people this is the expectation. We have to be able to give them a lot of recognition when they're doing it well. We also need to say this isn't working. What needs to happen? What needs to be different? And so this conversation, this thing about having tough conversations, we need middle managers to be really good at this. And we have not provided middle managers oftentimes the training and the development to say that without being angry or without not making it clear. So as I think about this specifically, to me, there's a piece of, okay, employer, your piece of the puzzle is how do you start to loosen the strings and figure out processes and systems to allow that freedom and manage to outcomes? leader, and we can sit and say, well, the organization should provide that, whatever. Leader, you have a responsibility to gain the skill set and of how do you build trust and confidence in the staff? How do you lead for outcomes? And how do you have those difficult conversations? Absolutely. And And from a staff member to understand that your piece of the puzzle is, I have a responsibility to deliver outcomes. And to understand that organizations aren't going to be perfect at it, you probably need to be a little flexible at times and have some conversation to say, hey, yes, you want me here every day. Do you really need me here every day? I think it's okay to have that conversation. But to me, those are the three pieces of those. I agree. Organizationally, structure. Leadership-wise, how do I lead in this new environment? Okay. An employee recognize it's a privilege. That space, there's a responsibility and a privilege. And you need to live up to that so that in that, when we've given you those things, when we said yes to that, that it was it was the right thing to do that everyone's winning there. So not to take advantage of that particular privilege, but to actually step up into it. And that means you're right, doing their work, doing it well, they also need to learn how to have those difficult conversations come in the other way. So as we're kind of growing into this kind of new world of work, 
we all have to do things a little differently and think about it and be intentional in that space. And if we do it, it can be successful, but it doesn't mean it won't be rocky, right? We're not going to get it perfectly a lot, you know, the first time, but in that space, everybody has a role to play and they all need to do it if it's going to be successful. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box, and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.